let's get real. Welcome to TBC Today. This podcast features friends in and around the Triad Baptist Church community. Hear encouraging real-life stories from our weekly guests and inspiring insights from our host, Pastor Rob. To learn more about Triad Baptist Church in Kernersville, North Carolina, visit us online at tbcnow.org. Welcome to this episode of TBC Today. Now, we're super excited because in our podcast, we like to talk to people from our community and our church, and we've got some teenagers, some young ladies with us today, um, and we're going to just kick things off right away. Before I tell you what we're going to talk about, let's just go go around, and we'll start here with Riley in the end, and introduce yourself and tell us how old you are. All right. So my name is Riley Huffman. I'm 14 years old, and I'm homeschooled. Okay. Uh, I'm Riley Lincoln. I'm 15, and I'm also homeschooled. I'm Lila Gatewood. I'm 15 in 10th grade, and I'm also homeschooled. And that's my niece, so I'm especially proud to be sitting here today. Um, These young ladies have went through the process of talking to our pastoral leadership about doing their own ministry here in the church. Now, for those of you who may not know, we have a great ministry here called All Armor of Light for Life. And that ministry is to um, help women and men with uh, decisions that they need to make about life. And these young ladies have have uh, kind of taken the um, lead to do a ministry with Youth for Life and Love Life that I think right now we're calling Triad Youth for Life. And so that's what we want to talk about today. So Pastor Rob, are you ready to get real? I'm ready to get real. All we're right. going to turn over the sands of time, and we're going to begin. That's a 30-minute timer, and so we'll stay right within that framework. Girls, thank you for coming today. We're excited about having you here today. I was never homeschooled, but I've been kicked out of school, so I feel like I'm on the same page with you all. But uh, anyways, let me uh, just start by uh, getting to know a little bit about your background. Um, I know you pretty much have been in church your whole life. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And uh if you just described in your life uh, what was one of the best days of your life, what would you say? Mine for me was probably getting baptized. Oh, really? Why then? I don't know. It just it really hit me then. Um, once I got saved and then I was baptized, it really hit me that I was really a child of God. Yeah, good, good. Um, I'd probably have to say all of the Christmas plays I've been in. Those are always fun. Yeah. You like those, don't you? And acting and all that. That's great. What was your favorite? Um, probably Mary and Bright, that the first a, one. Mary and Bright? Yeah. Was that with Hustle and Bustle? Or was that, that was, with, yeah, Hustle and Bustle? Yeah, everybody loved that one. How about you? Um, mine would probably be when I got to meet my youngest baby sister because I was 10, so I was really old enough to kind of like figure out what was going on. Like I was going to have a new sibling, and I remember going and just watching because all of my, my siblings are younger than me. I'm the oldest. And so they all got to hold her, and I'm sitting there like, hurry up, I want to hold her so bad. And I finally got to, and I don't know what it was, but I just was so excited. Like, I don't know, that just still sticks with me. You think the instinct of a almost mother, the mother in you, like, uh, be, started to come out of you, the the idea of parenting? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I, I think that's probably some of what it was, because I just loved her so much. I'd never seen her before. I don't know. Are you junior mom at home, by the way? Yeah, I I babysit a lot, but yeah. Well, my sister. Of how many? uh, Of of four. Four. I'm the. My older sister always bossed me around. I mean, it drove me crazy. They (laughs) they they think I tend to be a little like, here's what you need to do, but I try not to be that way. They're they're pretty good. They tend they tend to play by themselves. So. 
Well, that's good. I used to always tell my sister, you're not the boss of me. Oh, I that's, get that. <laughs> you get that. You are not my mom. <laughs> and it goes so well. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, that's good. That's good to get a little know about you. Well, the reason we had you here today is because of, as Jeremy said, uh, there is a ministry that has started here at this church and connected with a lot of other ministries on supporting life from the very time the child's in the womb all the way through life. And that even means mothers and ones connected to that. And so somehow through that, you three have been a catalyst to start almost a movement or a ministry for teenagers. So tell us a little bit about that. Where did this start, I guess? Well, it all started for me when Lindsay first invited me on the sidewalk. Okay. And me and my mom went. Um, Explain, though, real quick, the sidewalk, what that means the sidewalk. to a listener who may not know. We were right outside. It was Planned Parenthood. Um, and we would just stand on the sidewalk and pray for the people that went in. Um, Lindsay was the only one who interacted with um, the actual people that would go in the clinic. But we just stayed outside and prayed or worshipped and so did you actually witness that do you see them counseling yes women? i saw Lindsay counseling um and did you ever see them like they call it save a, a life did did uh, you ever witness that where the mother changed her mind yeah i think so um when Lindsay um came up and spoke to someone in a car hmm. um, it was a great experience yeah and it's did some it did something inside of you yeah i mean it just kind of I don't know. I felt hopeful, I guess, like, wow, we can actually do this. We can actually come out here and this can actually happen. Um, and save lives. Yeah, this is possible. That's cool. Okay, how about you two from your perspective, like this ministry getting off the ground, how did that happen for you? Um, probably when we had our first baby shower with the All Ministry, being able to um, decorate and work and be loving on the mom and wrapping presents for them was really, really touching to be able to have a part in that. So when you when you do a baby shower, how does that work? Um, so we first, we get to know the mom and what she really wants. If she wants maternity photos, um, we will offer those for her. If she wants just a simple, maybe just her family there, we offer that. Or if she wants people from our church to come, um, we offer that as well. And so some of the ladies that you do showers for probably don't have a lot of friends or family. And so this is a way for you, um, for the ladies in our church and you girls to sort of shower them with the things that they may need and may not have uh, to have a baby, to bring mm -hmm. to raise a child. Well, how do you see this going to teenagers? I mean, okay, you got, uh, how do you see this developing for your ministry? Like, what do you want to do with it? I mean, is this something you want to focus on teens or do you, what, what do you want to do? I mean, I think it applies to everybody, teens and adults, but I think it's extra important for teens to know that they can also make a difference because I feel like sometimes people think that younger people can't do as much as adults, maybe. Um, so it's really important that we let them know and, you know, come together with them to make a difference. So if I came up to you and I was a teenager and I was a girl 14 years of age and I said, well, what, what can I do? What would you say? I would say, come with me. I'll show you, and you know, let her be part of the event. Um, the sidewalk, walks. the sidewalk, yes, or something the sidewalks. else. The prayer walks. What are those? Prayer walks. Um, just when several churches come together, ours and a couple others, and we just worship, and then um, we walk around Planned Parenthood and sing some more. Um, 
and just hope that those mothers will see us and hear us. Have you ever felt scared? Before, yeah. Um, the first time I went, I was just like of the people standing out there that they may be kind of not alarmed by us, but just be like, you know. Intimidated or? Intimidated, yeah, that it wasn't our place to be there, but it is, you know, Christ should fill everywhere and we should make sure that that happens. So. That's good. That'll preach. Yeah. What were y'all thinking? You got any thoughts to add to that? I think it's especially important for teenagers to understand what abortion is and how it impacts, you know, everyone involved because I mean a lot of girls my age are having abortions and they're trying to make it legal in states where they don't have to tell parents they can just go and have one and so I think for my for for people my age to understand this destroys a life and Christ calls us to protect life you know every every person my my age they need to know that and they're not teaching that in a lot of schools they're they're not advocating that publicly um, and it's kind of surprising how many people don't know what abortion really is. And so I think to tell my generation so that they can tell their children and so forth, it's really important because right now is when we're forming our, our worldview. Right now is when we're, you know, we're shaping the ideas of who we are, how we want to live. And for Christians, that's, that's formed by Christ. But for people who don't know him, they're having to come up with that on their own. And so from a worldview that's not moral, abortion seems fine. And so I think it's important for those who know the truth to share it. Now, how old are you? I'm 15. That's unbelievable what you just said. That is so on track. It's like, I feel like I'm a dummy. (laughs) (laughs) But that's really good. I like that. I like that answer. It really kind of succinctly says what's driving this. And that's what always has to be out there as opposed to we're just doing something. But what is driving it? And And it really is. I think it's so important, too, that what all armor of light for life and love life and youth for life and what these girls are doing this is all peaceful and it's all meant to be helpful it's meant to be helpful and encouraging and so many people like Riley spoke to in their generation uh, may not understand that there is help and that there uh, is hope and that's what these girls are trying to do in a way that's not condescending or or condemning Mm. and I think that's what our church mission is all about too how can we help because that's the way we're portrayed. Mm-hmm. We're just condemning and we're stopping free choice. I watched a, uh, a a commercial on the fact that in North Carolina, certain people running for office are for all uh, stopping all abortions, and that would mean incest and rape. And you almost get this sick feeling when you watch the commercial, like we're we're not even considerate of those that have been raped, or and that's couldn't be further from the truth. But sometimes that's the way it's portrayed. You have any thoughts on that, Riley? Um, I'd probably say seeing, going out with my mom on the sidewalks multiple different times and seeing those different situations, moms going in aren't all gun-ho for it. Sometimes it's the dad that's pushing it and it's not them or it's a grandmother or a mom that's pushing them to go because they don't think that they're ready. But usually the moms are ready and they think that they're ready. And then there's some situations that it's, they're going through um, domestic abuse and they have to protect themselves and that's why they're doing it to hide the pregnancy. Mm. Um, So just seeing all those different things is really hard, but to see the hopeful that the mom has still got a fight for her baby inside of her is really cool. You you got a thought? Well, I I was gonna just ask like, um, 
how did how did this even come about for y'all to lead this ministry? Who who had the idea and how did you what process did you go through to even make this happen? Because it's unusual for us at the church to see youth, which we love, but to see you step up and, and go to Mr. Ten and fill out the application and say we wanna we wanna form a ministry, you know? Yeah. And so and the maturity. Yeah. So where did that where did that drive even come from? Um, when I went to my first Youth for Life dance, um, I saw Katie and she had started her own Youth for Life ministry at her church and I thought, Oh, that's so cool. Like, you know, she's I think a year or two older than I am and I was like you know, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can start something. So I went to Lindsay and I asked how I could help, you know, what I could do for that. And she gave me a lot of opportunities and helped me start that. So Katie's just another teenage girl who's kind of on the same track as y'all are? Mm -hmm. Yes, I think she started it um, a couple years ago. But yeah, she's just at another church and she started her own Youth for Life there. Mm. So. Cool. So tell us about the Love Life event that you recently participated in. That was a walk, and that was for our youth, or for youth, not as much for our church. Because So we, we typically participate twice a year in these walks. So this one was, tell us about this, this one we had a few weeks ago. Um, well, this one uh, we went to, it was mostly our youth group, um, and Pastor Kyle went, our youth leader, and... A couple other churches participated, and we just got to sing with all of them. And our youth band actually was the one leading the worship. Which, which I love that too—that awesome. our youth band, you know, stepped up, and it's, yeah. it's great to see the community of our church get involved. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was great. Um, and then we just, you know, walked to Planned Parenthood and sang all together, and it was just really great. Our youth, and then seeing so much other youth there was really encouraging. Okay, so then, then there's this other piece of the diaper bags. What is that? I saw pictures because I was in social media, so we posted pictures. But it was like a ton of what I saw, a ton of teenagers with diaper bags. Tell us, tell us about that. So what that kind of was, was when we come back from a prayer walk, it's always really heavy. Like you went and you prayed, but you were also, there's a lot of spiritual warfare. And so you feel very weighed down by, you know, what's what's going on. And so you come back and you... You know, it used to be you had to just go home, and it was kind of hard to deal with. So we thought, why don't we come back and have something, you know, that's geared towards pro-life ministry that we feel like we can be hands-on and helping. And so we came back, and we, Lindsay had bought a bunch of diaper bags, and everybody, all the youth who came brought a little something so that we all kind of collaborated to fill them up. And we put all kinds of stuff in there, like diapers, wipes. We had little, like, outfits, socks cream. and hats. Yeah, diaper cream. Um, pretty much everything you'd, you'd need, you know, for a diaper bag. But then Lindsay had been really thoughtful and brought some th- some little things for the moms, like s- little spa items so that they could feel like they were thought about mm-hmm. too. And the backpack was really cute so they could carry that around. Um, and it was really fun. Everybody had a good time packing those. And it really made us feel like, okay, we were able to make a difference. Because I know that prayer is a weapon, so it it partnered, you know, a spiritual weapon with a hands-on activity that we felt like we were really, you know, doing something for the ministry. That's great. And what did you do with the diaper bags? Um, so we delivered our first five to the mobile unit that sits right outside of our church, Lifeline Pregnancy, um, brings their mobile unit here on every Tuesday. Um, and we got to deliver our first five, and they were so blessed to have them. Um, and we're going to continue to drop them off at different mobile units and pregnancy centers 
um, across North Carolina, Greensboro, Winston-Salem, and Kernersville, and all those different areas, um, and giving them those diaper bags so that they can give them to the moms and they can be blessed with those. This may be a good time, too, to mention that on Tuesdays we have a mobile ultrasound unit that's in our parking lot, mm-hmm. and they do free ultrasounds. So a little plug for that there. <laughs> okay, well... Um, you girls are more mature than I thought, and I really appreciate the level of maturity you're bringing to our podcast. I mean, we're not talking about lipstick and all that other stuff. We're, <laughs> we're talking about very, very serious issues, and I just would sit here thinking uh, as far as uh, if I threw you a curveball and just put out a question to you. Let's say you have a friend, and she finds out she's pregnant, and she comes to you and says, you know, my parents are talking to me about an abortion because it'll ruin my life if I have the baby. And she got pregnant by a boyfriend. What, what would you, uh, how would you, how would you talk to her? Well, I, I mean, I try to be there for as much as I could. Um, I'd probably cry with her and just, you know, understand that that's really hard because obviously that's not probably something she was planning on. But then I would also tell her that, you know, that's a life. That's important. You can't just end that because your life will be impacted by it. Yes, you'll be impacted, but if you, you know, if you choose an abortion, a life will be ended. And so I'd probably give her an example. We had a girl, uh, I believe it was last year, and she's she was 16. And her little boy will be two in December. So, yeah, it was a little while ago. And she decided it was the same situation, and she decided to keep her baby. And he is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Like, he, but he's just so smiley, and you can tell that she's blessed by having her little boy. Um... And she was able to get the help that she needed because we gave her a baby shower. And so I would probably just, you know, be like, here's all the resources that you have. Like, that's, you know, that's not your only option. Come to a place where there's life and there's hope instead of running somewhere that's going to that's going to change your life forever. Like, having a baby, yes, impacts you, but it's for the better. Whereas an abortion, you know, there's all the side effects of that as well as mental issues. So... I would just encourage her that, yeah, this is a life that you need to keep. Do you all want to add anything to that? Um, I'd probably say that there's lots of financial issues um, that parents don't think that their um, daughters can go through with if they don't have a job already. So offering them with the pregnancy centers, every resource is free. They don't have to pay for a thing. They can get baby clothes, diapers, wipes, anything for free that they need, free ultrasounds. Um, and so just offering a free option is really important in that process. You want to add to that any, Layla? Yeah, and I just think a lot of times when people tell them that they've gotten pregnant that they get judged for it. Mm-hmm. And so if someone came to me and told me, you know, what was happening, I'd probably, like, help them all throughout the way. And, you know, we're just as much as sinners as they are. You know, there's not a little sin, a, bat, a big sin. So, you know, I've done just as much as they have. So, you know, we could help each other no matter what we've done. Hmm. That's good. That's good. What would you do if, uh, what would you do though if uh, a girl was 16 and she got raped and she said to you, I'm not carrying this baby? I would probably not push her. Well, I would encourage her as much as I could and you know tell her what's right 
and what's wrong and show her the scripture, you know, I formed you in your mother's womb and that they have value and, you know, let her know that, you know, but not judge her for her decision because, you know, we're all equals. So, What options would you suggest to someone in that kind of a situation? Well, I mean, there's always, there's always adoption and I know a lot of women don't even want to have their, their baby in the first place, but if you can first convince her that this is life and this is important, you know, I think that's probably the first step is just get her to stop considering an abortion and then show her if that, if you can't, you know, financially or whatever, raise a child right now, they do have adoption where you can, you know, let your child be raised by someone else. But it, it often happens that they see their baby and they're like, this is the best choice I've ever made was to keep this child. And so they end up doing that. But just the, you know, the thought of having an alternative like adoption where they can be raised in a safe um, home might, con- you know, might convince them that they, they can keep their baby. So, I mean, there's... Say anything? Yeah. Um, I'd probably add to just offering an option of friendship and saying, I'm going to be here for you mm-hmm. through the whole entire thing. Um, you don't have to worry. There's free resources for you. Um, anywhere we can get you into a place where they'll care for you. Um, if your parents don't, they think it's a terrible decision and you should go through with abortion, we have um, places where you can go and you can get free um, schooling um, and just have a home for you and that you're loved. You like the word free, don't you? <laughs> that's, a, that's a seller for you. But honestly, all those are really great answers because it really says, I'm still going to be your friend. I realize the struggle you're up against, but maybe there is a deeper issue like what if God allowed that for a sovereign purpose that you can't mm-hmm. see and that if you could let that work itself out, even if you don't want to be a part of that or you do, they would give that chance to that life like you had a chance or someone else had a chance. So that's 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 great. I really like those answers, so I'm glad I asked it. What's your, what's your vision for the ministry? How do you see it kind of growing and developing um, as it is pretty much a new ministry here at our church? Well, I mean, it first started with us three, but then um, just recently, like I said earlier, um, the worship got involved in the prayer walk. And the one before that, um, it was just worship from another church, or I think it was even adults. Um, But this time, more of our youth group got involved with that, and they were um, the ones leading the worship, and it was all youth, all of our teens. So, and you felt, did you feel like them drawn into it too? Yeah, I feel like it's definitely spreading. Um, you know, just like a little seed um, that is planted, and you know, it's just going to be carried all throughout the youth. So, wow, that's cool. Riley Lincoln, I'm just looking here. How many baby blankets have you made? So I tend to make them um, as the baby showers come up because I like to do them in the colors. So when okay, we find so out, okay, so back up then because I, I thought maybe I misread this question. So you make baby blankets? Yes. And what so, are they made of, and how do you make those? Um, so I will crochet them. I'll go and get yarn um, in the color of you know whatever gender the baby is, and I'll make it. Sometimes I'll do a little hat that matches, and that's just really they really like those mm-hmm. because it's something handmade. You know, among the other things that they're getting. Um, and it's, it gives me time to kind of pray over, you know, there's going to be a life wrapped in what I'm making right now just to pray over the baby and the mom. And I really like doing that because 
I don't know. I feel like it's it's a very personal thing that I right. get to do. Okay, that's very cool. Do you got do you do you have y'all thought about like your future lives and what you would want to do when you grow up or become adults? Even you though don't you even seem have to, be, to think well, that yet, but I'm just wondering. But, but you already feel it from them. Like, yeah. they are, like I'm talking to an adult. It's know, kind of an eerie feeling with exactly. you three right now. Uh, well, I love to write. And so I thought, you know, what if, you know, words are the medium that God used to create the world. So words obviously have power, you know. And so I thought, well, what if I could use words as my ministry? And I don't know what that entails or, you know, if I'm going to be – some author that writes all these books, or if I write one thing that touches one person, I, you know, it could be small, but, you know, Jesus says, I'm the, I'm the word. He is the word. And because words have so much power, I think that's something I could definitely use. Have you started to write? Uh, yes. What did you write? Well, okay. So I've written a few like small things and short stories just for fun. Um, and I generally tend to stick to more fiction just because that's what I like. But I'm starting to realize that even with that, I can weave in like a moral, um, my worldview is going to be cast onto whatever I write. Um, And so just even writing anything from a Christian perspective can be a witness because it can shape the view of characters or plot lines or pretty much anything it's going to show. Do they come out of your life? Hmm? Do the... Do those stories that you go into fiction, do they come out of your life and relationships you have with friends? It can, yeah. So characters that I'll have can be based off of people I know in small ways, um, even if it's like a personality quirk or just a like a trait that I really admire in someone, I'll put into a character. Mm. A lot of times characters are made up of several people I know um, or experiences that characters go through. Sometimes I have to hash out things that happen to me through the life of a character that I have, like make them go through the same thing and have them respond to things in different ways. Cause I, I guess it helps me process a little bit things that actually happen to me. So yeah. Good. How about you? You have a future? Um, I really like animals. I would think so. Yeah, but I just got like, a future best oh, animals. <laughs> so I really like animals, um, but I've had different things, but I really want to be a zoologist. That's mm. what I really want to do. So. So you're not talking like doctor or vet. You're talking about... Just caring for animals. Like maybe at a zoo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there a special animal you especially like? Um, I like um, American river otters. Those are my favorite types of animals. They're playful. They're fun. Mm-hmm. They flap around a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say something about your future you wanted to do? Um, not yet. God hasn't really told me what I want to do Well, that's do interesting. Yet. He didn't tell me until I was like 20-something. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure what I want to do yet. Um, I just I do like sports. I play basketball. That's really fun for me, but I'm not sure how I'll use that yet or if he'll take me on a completely different path. So, Cool. All right, I want to know a couple of things. How can our youth – and our church, our student ministry, or even the adults in our church, how can they get involved? How they can help? How can they help or help support you guys in your mission with this ministry? What do you need? Well, it's not just prayer walks. Um, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it and into the events that we do. So, like food. Um, if some moms or ladies don't know how to get involved, then they could make food for those events. Um, 
or even help with the diaper bags or anything that we might be throwing into the events. Um, okay. Do you need materials for blankets or you um, kind of get your own stuff? I'd or? probably say diapers, wipes, um, and clothes and things like that, just having them here. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, well, I would just say we're, we're probably about five minutes left, so is there anything we didn't ask you about or you wanted to say about your ministry or your life or anything revolving around this that you would that's kind of burning in you that say, I wish they would have asked me that? Okay, so. you feel pretty good. Okay, okay well, so we got five minutes left. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, if somebody if somebody were to reach out to um, to you or to our church, where where do we point people to get the help that they need or to get the counseling that they need or the encouragement or the boldness or um, give us some places uh, that we can share with the listeners where they can get some support, some encouragement. Um, so Salem Pregnancy is right across the street from Planned Parenthood on Maplewood Avenue in Winston-Salem. And then... Um, and you're well, not too young to do that, no matter. You can go at any age? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then um, Triad Pregnancy Center in Greensboro just got off the ground. It's a mobile unit called Ruby Marie um, that's a little, like, separated from Triad Coalition for Life. And then we have the March for Life with NC Right to Life, that's for in Raleigh, I think. Mm-hmm. And then for Scythe Students for Life is the Dance for Life. It's at 6 to 10 p.m. Um, is it like a dance around the clock or something, or what do you do? Um, you just – so there's going to be um, speakers there. Katie Rose will be there um, speaking to the youth and giving them a challenge for their church. Um, it's November 2nd – I mean 12th, sorry. And um, it's just somewhere other you can learn dances, you can meet people around – like what kind of dances? Like all kind? Um, classical dances. We Ballroom stuff? Uh, mm-hmm. We did swing dancing last time. Swing it dancing, was yeah. so That's much fun. That's the 50s fun. or something? 40s? What is that? I'm horrible with Probably eras. Probably the 40s. Yeah. <laughs> 40s, yeah, 40s. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. And so it's, it's got a theme that mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. It's clever. So are y'all planning any upcoming events? Um, yes. Yeah. So the 40-week walk is... Um, on November 12th as well. It's Saturday morning, and it's in Greensboro at 9 a.m. Um, it's with Love Life, and that's there. We do 40 weeks, and each church comes at one week in it for that. Um, and so the 40 week is for all of the churches, all of the youth groups to come and to have big do a big prayer walk. Um, and I think that's it. You know what I like about Love Life? I'll tell you this just so you know. Um, like for me personally, when I got started in this, there was a guy in our church who went to the to the um, Randleman Road there where the abortion center was. And I remember he, he got in this group of 15 people, and they were holding these signs of aborted babies. And there was something inside me. It was so, to me, it was just repulsive. It was like this Christian movement of people. And I said, I just don't think this is the way to do it. You don't want to get in their faces. Now, he did. He would talk to people, and he probably had some effect. But I thought, there's got to be a better way. And then Love Life came along which your shirt is very good advertisement for that. But Love Life came along, and I thought, this is so low-key, and this is so good. What is the power? The power is not in pushing it down people's throats or making people feel guilty or shaming them. Mm-hmm. Um, the power really is in prayer. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of anything more powerful. You know, you take one of the spiritual weapons God gives us, and that's what I like about 
what's happening with these organizations from pregnancy, you know, Salem pregnancy all the way on up. There's there's a ton of them now. Room at the end, all kinds of ministries. But um, I love it because there's a spirit behind it that really is uh, the spirit of Christ. And, and it, you see that and you sense that. So that's why I'm so into it myself. And I've been sold on it probably for the last eight years or so that I've really dived in. So I'm really glad to see young people like you now being impacted by that. The next generation, because that's another passion of mine, is the next generation buying into these kind of things that are truly biblical and truly honoring Christ. And uh, you're up for a battle in the next 20 years in a way that I wasn't up against. But I do feel like, you know, your desire to strengthen that right now in your lives and the maturity you're showing is really surprising me, to be honest with you, in a lot of ways. But it's really encouraging to me. And so I at least want to say that before we close. Yeah, and I really just appreciate your spirit and your attitude in that you're not, this is not about attacking or I'm right and you're wrong. This is about pulling God into everything that we do and investing into people and praying for people and supporting people who live life differently than you or I do. Or, yeah. Or the same, whatever. So I appreciate that spirit and appreciate the ministry. Um, I would like to say as we close this episode, uh, this has been a great time with them. It's a new ministry at our church. So take some time to pray for uh, these young ladies and all of our youth who are involved in that. If you'd like to learn more about all Armor of Light for Life, our ministry here at the church, or even Love Life or how um, our church can help you in a need or a time of crisis, check us out at TBC now. Org. We've got a lot of information there, and we'll connect you to the right people that will be able to help you. Well, thank you all for being a part of this episode. This was it's great. Fun I appreciate and encouraging and challenging. All right. And uh, we'll have you back in a few years and see the, impact, yeah, what you, the difference you yeah. made. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for listening to TBC today. And uh, if you like this episode, make sure that you like it, share it with a friend, invite others to listen to it, and comment. We would like your feedback. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us this week on TBC Today. We want to connect with you, so make sure to visit our website, tbcnow.org, and subscribe, rate, and review the show in iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon Music. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend and be on the lookout for our next conversation.